0: I.V.M.
1: When I saw the first episode of Netflix's new original, The Bar of Blood, my first reaction was, wow, that's a wonderful production. Because the quality, the scale, and the attention to detail were all as good as any thriller I have seen globally. And the series itself, just like the book by Bilal Siddiqui, starts in the sixth gear and pretty much stays there. So when I caught up with the wonderful team behind the series, Ributas Gupta, the director, the amazing Imran Hashmi, and Sobita Dulipala, who I'm rapidly becoming a big fan of, I had a lot of questions, not just about the show, but also about their stories and what gets them. Just listening. So with our Ribu, Imran, welcome to the Filter Coffee Podcast. Thank you. Thank Thank you so much. much. Uh, Ribu, I wanted to start with you. Um, You know, it's it's really a genre. Bar of Blood is a genre that really doesn't have too many precedents in India, right? And uh, uh, while it's an extraordinary book, it's also written by a fairly young author uh, who's mostly inspired by pop culture than, you know, international relations, so on and so forth, right? What is the kind of treatment
2: that you wanted to present For this film. See, uh, from day one, I think we wanted to make a show which is uh, easy to consume. Mm. That was very clear. We were all very clear that we want to make a story, We make a show which is, the story is simple, you know. Of course, there are dynamics of an espionage, thriller and all that, all that. But uh, primarily wanted to make a show which is easy to consume. And uh, I think uh, also it comes from the book because when you read the book, it's a very fast read. Yeah. You know, you uh, easily see what is actually being written. Uh, so when I had read the book, I loved it. And I had met uh, Bilal and Gaurav at Red and I told them that, you know, this is something which is you know, one should easily uh, adapt into a film or a series. And that's why from the, the conversation started and they said that they're, you know, planning to make a series. And then I read a couple of more episodes of it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, the way it was adapted. And then mm-hmm. later on as the episodes were written, I was also involved in the writing to a certain extent. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, like you said, there is no precedence to it. Yeah, that is true. But also, I think because of Netflix, we have seen a lot of content across the globe now. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, espionage is something which I totally love. And, uh, and we wanted to, you know, do a show, make a show which is, coming from India, coming from Red Chili's for Netflix. Mm. We wanted to push ourselves, you know, and... something could resonate beyond India as well as, a, as Yeah, a yeah, and also when I say push ourselves, we all wanted to, you know, shoot at the right locations, specifically create Balochistan, and, uh, and also we wanted to do something which also has an international appeal. At least the show should look international. Right. And uh, then we went out, we did the recce, scouting and all that, and, uh, yeah, and finally... We, we settled with Leh and Ladakh where we created Balazistan. If you hadn't told me, I wouldn't have guessed it. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's yeah. beautiful. In extreme conditions. And condition we went we went there in the month of mid-October where the locals actually, you know, come down. So we all went mid-October till mid-November. Uh, minus degree, minus 10, 12, 16 degrees. And Smelling. you know, Leh Ladakh is thin, well? thin, wow. thin air, so oxygen problem. Yeah. But it's heavy on action, so Imran had to run. <laughs> <laughs> and do action, so it was crazy. There was a lot. You know, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you that this experience of Bard has actually evolved me as a filmmaker, you know. And this going through this grind of Bard, uh it's been exhausting, but it's 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 something which I'll always cherish all my life. And I'm in the same breath, I say in that. In what way? What, what what dimension has it added to you as a, as a filmmaker? Uh Because I think the kind of uh, extreme challenges we had during making this, this show, because mm-hmm. of the weather uh, uh, category, when I primarily. I'll tell you that way you're shooting Leila Dakh in minus temperatures, breeze, wind, and, uh, you know, these guys were, you know, standing next to me, otherwise I wouldn't have made this because I had to do so much of action. You know, I can stand alone, but, you know, if if, if actors are not supportive, you cannot make a show like this. And, you know, because he had to do so much of action and, you know, I used to turn and say, he's standing next to me in that extreme condition and doing so much of action. It, uh, I think uh, all of them, you know, uh, ...supported really, really uh, well. And uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, 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 that's how it is. You have to have a great team to make a mm. show like this. And, uh, you know, all the credit goes to them. Uh, Imran,
1: you've uh, worked very closely with Bilal. It's been a big year for you. Your, your son became cancer-free. And yeah. You worked on a book with Bilal as well. What do you think Bilal brings as a, as a writer to the Indian
3: spectrum? The fact that he is not filmy... ...and that in itself is fresh and new... Um, he doesn't have the same reference points as other writers do, mm-hmm. which is unique and new. And I started interacting with him in 2014. Uh, this was, I think, a year before we launched the book, Bar of Blood. I launched it for him, and that was in Mumbai. And then we wrote Kiss of Life together. Mm-hmm. So I think he he's very, very smart. He's fresh ideas. And he just has this, um, you know... He- this frequency, the kind of films that he consumes, it's, uh, yes, he he consumes uh, Hindi films at the same time. He also consumes a lot of international cinema. He watches a lot of Netflix. He binge-watches a lot of it. So he has a lot of ideas that he's constantly, that are there in his mind. And I think that, that gives a very fresh perspective. And for a show like Bar of Blood, it was very important that, yes, you have to captivate our audience here. Which is fine, which is kind of uh, a terrain that we have you know we're used to kind of testing our creative skills and kind of engaging with them, but the international audience is very different that's something we don't know right and but you you need a writer who's really engaged with that material before, so he's seen a lot of stuff, and that that's there in his writing also if you've read the book part of blood it is uh it just Cuts across cultures and boundaries, yeah. and anyone can read it and pick it up. it's breezy it's it's entertaining um, it's it's thoughtful and uh, I think yeah it's it's quite surprising that he wrote this book when he was twenty years old, Excellent. and uh, it's extraordinary, so yeah, he has the gift, and I think he has a very bright future great uh, so that, you're uh, you know I'm a
1: huge fan of, of your work, and one thing that struck me with all your performances is there's an extraordinary sense of restraint. Which I thought was was very rare, especially among uh, female protagonists at at this stage of their career, right? Is it more of Sobita, or is it more of the the, the characters that that you choose? I don't
0: know. I am (laughs) affected by the characters that I play. And uh, a piece of me goes into my characters, obviously. So I really don't know. But I do believe that, I mean, I I grew up being a very introverted child. And and with time, I've learned to become an outspoken introvert. Mm. But I think a restraint is something I most naturally subscribe to.
2: Yeah, I mean, if if I if I may answer, I think she is, she has that uh, restraint in her, uh, in 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 her day-to-day life. I think that really helped uh, because uh, we wanted to, you know, uh, I mean, I personally wanted all the performance to be restrained, and uh, like you said, and it's great that you noticed that because her character has so much to do. So much, on, her, so much going on, but So much going on, but at the end of the day, she's not being able to do it. So that you know, pulling in and you know, reacting to it. Restrained way, I think it was, and, and that adds to the drama yeah. as
0: well. And, as, and, right. I, and I, I do feel like a, a lot is internal. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I I believe it a lot more when I see someone yeah. uh, who has a lot to say but says very little through words. I, I I think I'm very drawn to that because I believe it. So I think I end up emulating it without realizing.
1: Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Right. You know, back to you, know, you spoke about uh, precedence to a show like this, and you know, a, a show like Fawda has has done so well yeah. uh, in, in the subcontinent. Uh, one thing that really struck me, in, at least in the first um, uh, two, three episodes, is, is the background score, right? Even in um, <laughs> in uh, places where you're building up the tension, there is a certain yeah. classical uh, element to it. And
2: I think Gilad, uh, who also worked on for the house yeah. is a very interesting choice. So uh, when we had finally, uh, <clears throat> in the post we were, we were doing, we started editing, so we were going through names who can actually do background for us. And there were so many names from India we were looking for and all that. And uh, I had recently sh- uh, seen Shooter, the series. Right. So I was, and I love Shooter, not Shooter, uh, Bodyguard. Okay. Uh, bodyguard. And uh, I, I really loved the score f- for Bodyguard. So I really wanted the Bodyguard guy to, you know, do score for us. So so these names were coming, coming. But then finally, you know, one day I went to Gaurav uh, at City and I told him that, you know, I'll give you, I think this one guy, if we can get this guy, he can do magic to our uh, right. our show. And I uh, said, Who's he? We have so many names. Who's he? So I said, No, it's Gillard, who is in Fada. Because also the kind of terrain we have, you know, uh, the, the show is. Uh, so we we reached out to him and uh, he did the entire score for Bard. And he has done an extremely, you know, extraordinary job. I think He's, we, have, we all love yes, his background yeah. score. And uh, he's, he's a friend now. I was in London last few weeks. He, he came there. He met me. Because I didn't meet him during the BARD because, because he was in Israel uh, most of the time. And we were, you know, on video chats. And right. that's how we, we did. He, he we did. Uh, oh, he worked on it while yeah. he was yeah, in right? Israel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like uh, Gilad did background score for him. And I think that was one of the biggest, you know, additions to the entire team of Bard. Gilad right. coming in and doing the score. Oh,
1: it, it, it added just such an amazing dimension. Um... Uh, Imran, the, the character of Kabir is uh, it just has so many layers in it, right? It's, uh, you know, he's a professor, he's a spy, he teaches Shakespeare. You must have had a ball. Like, this is such a awesome feast for a brilliant actor like you, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I mean, you it's just a fantastic arc to play out. And an arc where, I mean, actors are always greedy uh, for more screen time. And then you get uh seven episodes where you have almost five hours that's almost two films right. to play out this huge arc and i believe that you can play out the nuances and make it more effective in that time so yeah you it starts off from a guy who is teaching shakespeare in this uh, school very unassuming you see that he's been haunted by some ghosts in his past and he's suffering from ptsd and then slowly, slowly, you you unravel things about this character and slowly discover him through the show. The first few moments where probably you might not take a man like this very seriously if you had to just bump into him into a school. He could be anyone. He could be one of the professors that taught any of us in school. But he has this dual life that he has led or he was a spy before and... You start seeing the dangerous side of his of him when you get into this interrogation scene, and yeah. you see that you know God, he's capable of this. And I didn't see that coming. So that's of course the writing and just the way the the the, the character of Kabir has been formulated. And uh, yeah, and I think the interesting part for me about playing a spy is that when I saw an interview of uh, an ex raw agent, uh, this RAW agent has mentioned that you know you don't normal people don't really know fear. Mm. Till you've actually stepped in the shoes of a spy. When you're in an enemy territory, when you try to source out intelligence, uh, you know, information, political information and take it back to your home country. When you're leading this alternate life where any slip, even your diction in the way you talk, that could, you know, have you have a bullet, you know, you could be shot at any. Yeah, the stakes are really high. So that is fear and people don't normal people don't know about that. Just feeling that and just understanding that it was a, a big learning.
1: It was great. Just in the first episode, there is that sense of vulnerability in your yeah. character. That it opens up with the whole PTSD thing and then yeah. there's a scene in the classroom. Yeah,
3: yeah,
1: uh, yeah, And then there's a scene in the hospital.
3: Yeah. And then you are, you know... Uh, yes. So those are the those are the things that are haunting him and that's one of the reasons he takes out this job. I mean, one of them is also because he wants to go back and rescue these four Asians. Uh But part of it is that it's this thing has been haunting him, and he can't get over it. And he has to go back and find, you know, answers to those questions. Is and that's going to kind of, you know, cleanse him of a lot of things, hmm. and uh, it could be redemption for him. So, does he get that? Does he not get that? That, yeah. that you'll discover.
0: That
1: was
3: brilliant. Uh, so, I was just, you know, uh, thinking about uh, your career
1: graph, and um, I think I do too. Yeah. <laughs> I think the you know you probably uh, it's coincided at a time when it's probably the best time to be in the content business uh, with with Netflix happening and and Amazon happening and Mm -hmm. you know the whole OTT scene happening and all of that and uh, uh, at the same time you're also doing a lot of Malayalam films when it's probably the finest time to to be part of that industry as well right Uh, how, how do you how do you process all of this what do you think about this
0: I want to be a part of really good stories stories that move my heart. It could be from Nagaland, Kerala, uh, Mumbai, Turkey, literally, you know, anywhere. I just, I don't think language should be a barrier. And um, I'm i am very, very interested in, in just telling stories and experiencing uh, cultures. And uh, I'm, I'm very curious about people, about human behavior, why one does what they do. And, right. and uh, that's my motivation to be an actor. Um, so I... Yeah, and I'm actually very thrilled about my whole uh, Malayalam situation right now. I, I just shot for something yesterday. So, yeah, it's exciting. I wonderful,
1: think. wonderful. Wish you all the best. Um, uh, Imran, just uh, your, your thoughts on, um, uh, you spoke about how the screen presence and the time, this you know, uh, a format like this gives you. What do you feel about where we are as, a, as an industry and and the opportunity that presents to someone like you?
3: Are you talking about the, the, the film, whole film industry or the OTT the platform industry? And the combination in, of in, both. In general, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything. I think it's a great time. It's, uh, you know, with OTT uh, platforms coming, um, it just we have to pull up our socks because, uh, you know, it happened in America. I mean, the best writing right now is on these platforms. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing a show like Breaking Bad and then Narcos. It's so engaging that uh, it puts a lot of films... You know, they kind of look second rate when when you see this kind of writing in these shows. But it's very important for any creative industry to grow. And I think this is extremely empowering for the consumer. um, Because earlier you were only limited to television and cinema. Mm. Uh, There you are enslaved to the broadcaster's timings. And here you have, you know, OTT platforms like Netflix Netflix that come along and you can watch it in the comfort of of your home with your family and see, binge watch a show in one night. This wasn't possible five years back, six years back. But now it is. And, of course, in the next probably five or ten years, there'll be another paradigm shift uh, in the terrain. But uh, at the moment, I think it's a great time for any creative person, actors, directors, you know, any technician... It's a great time because everyone's got work now. Everyone's doing great stuff. It's just, you know, it's testing everyone's creative skills. And that's the way it should be. We usually end the episode by by asking our
1: guests, what are they watching or or listening to? What are you watching these days?
3: What am I watching right now? Uh, I just finished watching uh, Stranger Things. Mm. And uh, there's this French horror show that... Marianne, Marianne, was that on on Netflix? I just tuned into it yesterday. I just just started for like uh, half an hour. Uh, But I want to continue and see it. But uh, the last big show that I saw was uh, The Stranger Things. Okay. Uh, So without you, what are you? Marianne. Marianne. What are you watching these days? I actually can't
0: remember the last show that I saw. But, uh, oh, I saw a documentary.
1: I did, yeah.
0: I saw Call Me By Your Name, finally. I've been waiting to watch it for a long time. Oh,
1: yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rima, this also, you know, opens up this entire vernacular uh, opportunity, right? This is not just Hindi. And, and and the thing about this is with subtitles and uh, audio tracks, the most language that you shoot in doesn't really matter. How do you how do you feel about
2: it and then what are you watching these days? No, I think it's great. I mean, you know, like, like for if you take an example of Bard, uh, it, the story cut, across, cut crosses India, Balochistan, Pakistan. So you would enter into territories where people speak different languages, and we actually have like Vineet plays a Singh and he's an undercover agent. He actually, when he's languishing in Afghanistan, he's talking, you know, speaking Pashto. So I think that's great, you know. And nowadays with with Netflix and you know, uh, we we have, everything is with subtitles, so you yeah. know, so it's it's easily easily you know <clears throat> consumed that's the best part of it you don't need to you know put a put a uh, character who's actually based in in afghanistan and speak hindi or, or english yeah. Yeah, yeah. which doesn't make any sense he has to speak the local language that's the best part of it and and uh yeah i think uh that's that i like how, how man was saying you know that's 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 the big push which has which has um, uh, which has come in the last few years with netflix coming in and uh it's brilliant and uh I think it's only going to be better because you know, like writers, directors, creators have you know they have they have given a platform, they have given a door where they can go in with you know strong content, strong stuff, and share with the world. That's the best best thing I think. I think yeah, which has which has happened. I think it's also it's
0: very liberating when the idea of a protagonist is not stuck to one mold mm. and it's expanding for men and women. So I think it's a very exciting time like that.
1: Wonderful. Thank you so much you. for being on the Filter
3: Coffee Podcast. Thank you.
1: So thank you. So that was our show. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM network. You can listen to us on the IBM podcast app or ibmpodcasts.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IBM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to reach out to me, I am the underscore Karthik. That's Karthik with an H on Twitter and filter underscore coffee. It's coffee with a K on Instagram.